From Homer, Alaska, I'm Chris Story, and this is The Backyard Millionaire. How to create wealth where you are with what you've got. Others can stop you temporarily. You, you're the only one that can stop you permanently. Zig Ziglar. Indeed, the golden shovel is firmly in your hands, and so is your future fortune. Now, the golden shovels become the symbol or become emblematic of a backyard millionaire, what it means to be a backyard millionaire, and it's become that symbol on purpose. I set the original cover of my book, The Backyard Millionaire, sent it down to my brother, and he said he liked it, and it's got this same golden shovel there on the cover, and he goes, you know, I have to tell you, though, the shovel makes me think of work, and he said, if that's what you meant, then great, Um, but, you know, if you didn't mean that, you might want to rethink it, and that's exactly what I meant. It really is. So becoming a backyard millionaire does take effort. And I wanted a symbol of that effort, but I also wanted leverage, a symbol of leverage and reward. So in the golden shovel, you have all three. You have leverage, effort, and reward. And if you've ever tried to dig a hole with your hands, you know the leverage shovel provides. It's amazing. It's an incredible tool that only works if you work it. And yeah, there's going to be sweat. Even with a shovel, there's effort, but with a shovel, there's reward. So what I like about the shovel metaphor is this, it takes time. You know, we could have used a golden backhoe or a golden cat, bobcat or some some piece of equipment, golden heavy equipment, but a shovel was definitely on purpose and thoughtful because everything worth doing does take some time. This isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. This isn't about um, getting all the money all right now. It's about who you become in the process. Jim Rohn put it very well when he said, if somebody hands you a million bucks, you better hurry up and become a millionaire because it's not about the money. Rather, it's about who you become in the process of earning the money and being capable of earning the money. I'm writing a sequel to The Backyard Millionaire right now, and it's a school teacher talking to a student, and he says to the student, would you rather have a million dollars or would you rather learn the secrets to making a million dollars yourself? And I think that's an important question to answer. Would you rather just have the money or the secrets to becoming somebody who can earn a million dollars net worth when they wish to? Somebody had mentioned that, um, you know, if you took all the money from all the people around all the world and you distributed it then equally, so you took everybody in the 1% all the way down to the 99% and at the very bottom, and you distribute all that money and all that wealth equally within a certain period of time, the redistribution of that wealth proportionate to where it was will be back to that same level. It be, it's because who's already learned how to make the money once you know, uh, Henry Ford said, what would happen to him if he lost all of his money? This was probably, I don't know, 1918, somewhere in there. Very, very wealthy, fabulously wealthy already. Somebody said, what if you lost your fortune? He said, I would earn it back and it would only take me two years. What took him a lifetime to achieve, he could earn back in two years because he knew the formula, he knew how. So on your way to your first four homes, you're going to become someone new, someone different, a different person than you are today. And if you've already got four homes or 10 homes or 20 homes, and you're on your way to 30 or 40, you too must become someone different who is able to accomplish that goal. The golden shovels in your hands 
And it's up to you to start digging. Nobody can do it for you. And truth be told, while somebody might knock that shovel out of your hands for a minute, temporarily, to quote Zig Ziglar, temporarily they could stop you from digging. But the truth of it is the only person on planet Earth that can keep you from coming back and getting the leverage back in your hands, putting out the effort and reaping the reward is you. You're the only one that can stop you. Have you ever heard the story of the Acres of Diamonds? Acres of Diamonds was a speech that a teacher and pastor and entrepreneur and medical uh, visionary named Russell Conwell delivered. He delivered this speech all over the country in about 1869. What he was doing was raising money to start what would become Temple University. And here's how the story went. I'll just I'll sun, kind of summarize it for you. I encourage you, though, to read this story yourself, The Acres of Diamonds. So here's how it goes. So basically, a farmer was content with his life his family and his life, and he was moderately successful. He was a successful farmer that had a happy family and he could sleep at night very content. And then one day, and all good stories have that, right? And then one day, a priest comes along and this priest stayed overnight and had dinner and he shared with the farmer and his family stories around the dinner table all about the wealth of the world found in diamonds. Why, with one diamond, he said, one diamond large enough, you, sir, could put all of your children on their own thrones around the world. The farmer went to sleep that night, a poor man. Now, he had awoken a very rich and contented man that morning, but now his mind was stirred with the riches he did not possess, and he was worried and fearful that he'd never possess them. A while later, he sold his farm. He deposited his wife and children with a neighbor, and said, please keep track of them, please keep care, I'll return with my fortune. He went out in search of that fortune. He went out in search of diamonds. The priest had told him where to look. He'd say, look for a mountain stream that runs out into the flats of a sandy shore. The farmer searched and searched, and he traveled the world. He spent all the proceeds of selling his farm in his search. Years later, he stood at the shore of a raging sea in a far-off land, broke and broken, destitute he saw no future but to fling himself his body his ragged body into the turmoil of that sea never to resurface one day the priest returned to the same farm he was greeted and admitted into the house and on the mantle above the fireplace was a stone and there was a glint in that stone and it caught the priest's eye he says oh he's returned and he's brought diamonds home uh no 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 that that's just some silly stone we found out in the creek no no we bought the farm and, and no we don't know anything about these diamonds you're talking about well it turned out that that silly stone found out in the field of the farmer's farm was in fact a raw uncut diamond a huge raw uncut diamond the farm you see which he'd sold in an effort to search out his diamonds in fact would turn out to be the largest diamond find in the world and the stones exhumed from that farm in the farmer's own backyard they've adorned the crowns of royalty the worldwide had the farmer just simply stayed home tended to his farm his family and taken his own golden shovel into his own backyard there he would have found his fortune see i think about that story and the real fortune that he lost wasn't the diamonds that were actually in that farm and the wealth that went with them i think the real fortune was his family, his contented life, where he was, with what he had. Likewise, your fortune awaits you there in your own backyard.
So take a hold of your golden shovel and start digging. Imagine owning just four homes there in your area where you live. Look out the window, drive through town, drive through your community, and just look around and say, if I owned four of these properties, I'll be a millionaire. And not just a millionaire, because it's not about the money. It's not just about the net worth. It's about the income, the passive income that you'll yield going forward for the rest of your life. A fortune that grows all the while paying you monthly dividends. So you don't need to get on a plane or a ship to seek out your destiny. You can. It's up to you. You can do what the farmer did. You can travel the world in search of it. And travel is wonderful. So nothing against travel. But if you're traveling in search of your future fortune, your passion, yourself, I suggest starting where you are with what you've got. Because see, right there in your own backyard... There are hundreds of millions of dollars waiting for you. Now, if you want one million, then you know the formula for homes. And once you've accomplished that goal, the world is your oyster because you've become someone new. There will be temporary setbacks. There will be. But as Zig Ziglar said, only you can stop you permanently. Until we meet again, I'm Chris Story, wishing you health, wealth, prosperity.